Merkel Media. You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? It's sick, but I'm lacking a placement. Thoughts as I rap in the basement, but my come up is legend, is greatness. I don't care now, it's pedal to the metal. I can never quit now, I will never settle. Puppet to the game, I'm pulling strings like Geppetto. We in the same game, but I'm on a different level. I passed it. Gotta keep grinding till I'm laid up in the casket. No fake round, but you feeling too plastic. Yeah, y'all feeling too plastic. They say my style crazy, but then it's straight jacket. Wow. Why you still testing my patience? Trying to turn me into something I ain't trying to be. All the hate is a heavy rotation. You gon' lose yourself, quit testing me. Don't make me lose my mind. Don't make me lose my mind. I think what it comes down to, bro, is that I know you say they're equal offensively, but Jokic is Jokic at this point is entering the GOAT offensive player conversation because we have never seen this level of playmaking and floor raising from a, a center before. And then on top of that, um, the only player you can put the numbers up against in terms of just like volume and efficiency would just be Steph Curry in a 2015-16 year or so. Even that year, Steph averaged 30, and he averaged 30 on 66% true shooting, but Jokic is averaging 25, 11, and 10 on 70% true shooting. That's just That's never happened before. So uh, a lot of this comes down to he's shooting 61%, 62% from mid-range. He's shooting over 78% at the rim, and again, 38% from three. And then the Nuggets, they're 14th in defense now, bro. This is actually the most impressive thing. They're 14th in defense. They started 28th. Uh, they're the third-ranked defense in the NBA over the last 15 games. I think they are the eighth-ranked defense over the last 25 games. And then the last 10 games, they're the, they're the best defense, the number two defense. So they have just been turning into uh, what you would think a, a leading team would be in the NBA. They're turning into a two-way team that is able to lock in when they need to. And then offensively, when Jokic is on the court, they're just the best in the NBA. So, you know, um, I think it's been hard, bro, for 76ers fans. And I, I, I do, I, I empathize with y'all. And one of the reasons is because I think that, like, in any other era, I think Embiid would have been straight away. Like, there would have been no question, you know, because Embiid was averaging 33, 10 and 3 last year. Now he's averaging, you know, almost 34, almost 10 and 4 on yeah. 64% true shooting, bro. Like, it's outrageous. And right. he's shooting 86% from the line. Right. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And they're also a number, they're number seven defense in the NBA right now. Like, you know, yeah, and, and him and Harden and him and Harden are the best offensive pairing ever in 76er history as well. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true, man. You'd have to go back to Dr. J and Maurice Cheeks and Moses Malone, 1980, right. 83, or whatever. Uh, Jokic is hovering on the greatest offensive player of all time, is what you're saying. Yeah, he. I think if you get about three more years from this, um, because people have to realize that Jokic has, by himself, been the most valuable offensive player in the league and, and the highest-rated offensive era ever. And so 
I think one of the things people get misconstrued is that one of the reasons it's very hard to get triple doubles as a center is because of the nature of the position. So if you get into a situation where a center is averaging 10 assists a game and it's the angle at which he's able to make the passes, and you saw some of this last year in the transition game, like Jeff Green, like the outlet passes, the transition dribbles, the no-look passes, like just simple DHOs and sets, plus the shooting, bro. Like that's what I mean. Like it's it's the shooting plus the vision, plus the playmaking, plus the passing, plus the rim pressure, plus the transition game. Out of a center, you just never have seen that. And so right. I think, again, he's become also, uh, and I would say this, like, uh, you know, Ben Taylor has had this conversation before. I think Steph's the best offensive player ever. I think by the end of their careers, I think it's going to be Steph, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, uh, Nikola Jokic, and then if you want to put, like, Shaq in there, um, right. I think those would be the best offensive players of all time. All right, I like that you threw Magic Johnson in there because, yeah, like, yeah, I, I think, I think uh, Jokic being a center elevates that, like, oh my god, we've never seen this before narrative. To me, he, he's he's LeBron a seven. Two. LeBron he, too, by the way. Yeah, to me, he's a seven foot point guard, and he and he's a, he's a great seven foot point guard that runs the game from middle free throw area and from the post too. But he's just a pa- a seven foot passing NBA player. I don't think that's earth shattering. I just think that the whole like we constantly, oh my God, he's doing this and he's a center. It's never been done before. I just think that's a label that we're putting on it that makes it sound like it's never been done before. But we've seen a six eleven point guard in Magic Johnson. We've seen we've seen I mean the 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 he just plays like a point guard to me. I just don't think it's earth shattering. That's all I'm saying. I think him being a center elevates that that narrative. Uh, so I, I the question I would ask you, bro, is can you name a player that you would ever be able to say it's a top, a tier one score, a tier one rebounder, and a tier one playmaker all at the same time over the course of NBA history? Because that would be the question I would ask them. You know, so if you could think of a player that fits that archetype, is there anybody you could think about? No, it's rare. I'm not saying it's not rare at all. Uh, I just, I just, I, I'm, I just. I got him one and two every every season in the MVP race. I just don't go as far as greatest offensive player of all time just because he's doing these things at the center position. Also, I think there's too much of a harp on the true shooting percentage number because to me, the greatest offensive players of all time carried teams with a scoring load, which in turn, you are going to take more difficult shots and you're going to have lower efficiency ratings. But I don't think efficiency rating determines your greatness as a player. I'm sure Michael Jordan did not have a very high efficiency rating. I'm sh- I know Kobe Bryant didn't have a very high efficiency rating. Allen Iverson didn't have a very high efficiency rating. But these players in the fourth quarter were the player that had to have the ball in their hands, that had to take the last shot, that had to take the difficult shot. So their efficiency rating is not going to be high. Joel Embiid, the fourth quarter, we need you to do something with the ball. We need the ball to go in the hoop from your hands. So he's going to take more difficult shots, and his efficiency is not going to be as high. But he's, but it's because he's not as good of a passer as Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic doesn't necessarily have to take the most difficult shots on the floor because he has more of a point guard mindset. So I just so, think I just think the shooting percentage right. and the efficiency rating is is much too harped on, in my you, opinion. Quit testing me.
make me lose my mind. Don't make me lose my mind. Test me, test me, test me.